This episode of Geeks Crossing is brought to you by today's sponsor, Anchor. Ever wanted to start a podcast but can't find the right platform to work with? Don't worry, Anchor has you covered. Anchor is a free audio app that allows you to record a podcast on any device no matter where you are. Anchor includes an editing feature that allows you to customize your podcast, whether it be on your computer or mobile device, so you can easily omit any errors or unnecessary parts. Anchor also allows you to distribute your podcast to other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or even Google Podcasts, which is amazing. Did I mention the part about making money? No? Well, you could be earning money every time someone listens to your podcast with no minimum listenership. If that's not the easiest way to make a podcast, I don't know what is. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. How's it going, everyone? Today is March 2nd, which is a very special day to me. Do you want to know why? Because today, we're celebrating the birth of Rebel Wilson. Yes, today is Rebel Wilson's birthday. For those who don't know who I'm talking about, she's an actress from Australia who's best known for playing Fat Amy in the Pitch Perfect movies, along with a few guilty pleasures of mine, such as Night Museum 3, How to Be Single, and the Brothers Grimsby. I know she really wasn't the focus in the last film I mentioned, but I mentioned it anyway, because Rebel performed well in every movie she's in. Okay, I think I dragged this on long enough. <laughs> Today's actually my birthday. But I'm also serious, Rebel's birthday is today as well. Rebel Wilson, if you're listening to this podcast, which I seriously doubt, but if you are, happy birthday, keep up the great work. Anyway, let's get back to the main topic. Yes, on March 2nd, a geek was born, except he didn't realize he was a geek until fate led him to video games and other fascinations. Now, if he weren't still in a fucking pandemic, I'd be out partying as most people would on their birthdays. Alas, those are just bittersweet memories now, but I do know how I can't get myself into a party mood, by playing a couple minigames from Mario Party, of course, because nothing ruins friendships than a good old game of Mario Party, am I right? <laughs> but in all seriousness, you guys know I love Mario, so of course I find myself playing all different types of Mario games out there. Now, if I wasn't trying to save Princess Peach for the 1 million time, or breaking all sorts of traffic laws in Mario Kart, my friends and I would usually try to sell our differences by playing as Mario and his friends in a collection of minigames. That pretty much sums up the Mario Party series in general. Out of all the side games within the Plumber's history, the Mario Party series continues to be very successful, with at least one new game coming out on whatever Nintendo console is relevant. To celebrate my birthday, I'll be sharing with you guys my top 10 favorite minigames within the Mario Party series. These minigames will be judged by their gimmicks, gameplay, and in some cases, how ridiculous they are. You'd be surprised, even the most stupidest of minigames are the most enjoyable ones. Also, I haven't played every Mario Party game, so if there's one fantastic minigame that didn't make the cut, I apologize. While we're at it, everything I say is just my opinion, so please respect mine as I would with yours. With that said, what minigames were so fun that ruined the many friendships that I had? <laughs> I'm Eric from Geeks Crossing, and this is the Top 10 Mario Party minigames. Before I get to my list, I want to point out a few honorable mentions. First off, Snowball Summit from Mario Party 3. You and three other players must roll large snowballs and try to knock each other off a summit before the timer runs out. A very simple minigame. Plus, if you gather enough snow, your opponents will be sent skyrocketing, which I find humorous. Though it feels like a watered-down version from another minigame that made the list. No pun intended. Actually, is that a pun? I mean, snow is made out of water and... Ah, fuck it, I'm keeping that joke. Beach Volleyball from Mario Party 5. Four players compete in a 2-on-2 game of volleyball. Except you're playing with a dice ball instead and whatever number the dice lands on represents the amount of points you get. It's a pretty fun minigame, but I did get salty more than a few times while playing this, so I can't bring myself to put it on the actual list. That, and I suck at volleyball. I mean, I'm a geek after all, so it doesn't sound that surprising. Bowser's Clawful Climb from Mario Party 10 Now, Mario Party 10 was kind of a shitty game, let's be real. 
except the only thing that made it stand out was you get to play as Bowser. Here, you play as Bowser and try to claw down your opponents as they climb a tower. Other than that, there's not much I can say about the Bowser minigames. They're just kinda there. Last but not least, Dash and Dime from Super Mario Party. You and a partner must compete against two other players and collect ingredients for Chef Toad, yes, Chef Toad, to make delicious meals. The team that makes the most meals in the best 3 out of 5 games will win. A lot of people love this minigame, so much so that it earns a spot in most top 10 lists. For me though, I have to put it as an honorable mention. It's fun, don't get me wrong, but Toad carrying large empty plates can be annoying to avoid. This minigame also brings me back to those days where I worked as a waiter, and what a shitty experience that was. Alright, those are the honorable mentions. Now onto the list. Number 10, Bookswarm from Mario Party 4. Starting off the top 10 list, we have Bookswarm. Players are trapped in a book and must find holes in each page to avoid game flattened. Last one standing will win. This minigame is loved by a lot of fans. In fact, it might be everyone's favorite minigame from Mario Party 4. To be honest, I was going to put this as an honorable mention, but after playing it for myself, I can see why people love it. Your reflexes are put to the test, and if you manage to get through all 99 pages, then congratulations, you win a cookie. Okay, not really, but you know what I mean. At least this minigame helped me realize how fun reading a book can be. Nah, just kidding. I'm not a book nerd. Number 9. Candy Shakedown from Super Mario Party. Do you remember when you were a little kid and tried to take candy from your grandma's candy jar? That's essentially what this minigame is about. Four players are given a jar of candy and must shake all the candy out. First person to empty your jar will win. I don't know why, but there's something about this minigame that keeps me infested. Maybe it's because of how simple it is, or maybe the Joy-Con controls function well, or maybe it's seeing Mario and his friends casually sit around and eat the candy afterwards. It's the little things that matter to me, people. Number 8. Hot Jump Rope from Mario Parties 1 and 2. Yes, we have a tie for our next entry, because this minigame is exactly the same regardless of which game you're playing. Four players have to jump over a chain that's made out of Pudopus, God, I hope I said that right, in a very heated game of Jump Rope. No pun intended. See, I know how puns work, people. Just like with Bookswarm, it's important to have fast reflexes, or you'll literally be on fire if you don't plan your jumps right. Unlike Bookswarm, though, you can go above the 99 limit, so I gotta give this minigame credit for going on an endless loop. For those of you who actually attempted to go beyond 99 jumps, I give you mad respect. Still, I like this minigame, and it's the only time I'll ever be good at jump rope, I can personally tell you that. Number 7, Eats a Pizza from Mario Party 3. I love Mario, I love pizza, and I'm Italian, so of course this minigame had to appear on the list. In this 4-player minigame, two players from each team must eat a giant slice of pizza, the team that finishes their slice before the timer runs out will win. There's something about Mario and his friends squirming around while eating a giant pizza that I can't help but laugh at. It's also one of the few times we actually see Mario eat Italian food. We know he loves spaghetti, yet we never see him eat it. Except in that cringy Super Mario Bros. Super Show. Yes, they had to put the word Super twice in the title. Still, this minigame always gives me a craving for pizza. Maybe I'll treat myself to some after I record this. It's my birthday after all. And I know you're lying if you said you never wanted to eat a giant slice of pizza. But if you've seen Mr. Beast's video, it may not be as easy as it looks. Number 6. Sky Survivor from Mario Party 5. To switch things up, we now have a 2-player minigame, because I think you guys are starting to get fucking sick of me mentioning 4-player minigames. Sorry, but I can't help myself. Anyway, this minigame has you fly around rainbow hoops and shell rockets while avoiding spike balls. The winner will be determined on who suffers the least amount of damage. I've always enjoyed sky theme levels in Mario, even though they cost me to lose more lives than I care to count. Yet, I enjoy what this minigame had to offer. In terms of layout, controls, and the fact that you have to rely on stamina rather than points to win. Yes, it can be bullshit at times, especially towards the end. But it's that type of bullshit that I find myself liking a lot. Wow, that sounded a lot better in my head. Number 5. 
Mopped Mayhem from Mario Party 8. To start off the top 5, we have Mop Mayhem. We all know how successful the Mario Kart series is, so of course there had to be some sort of racing minigame. Granted, there were a lot of minigames for me to choose from in that category, but I had to pick Mop Mayhem for the following reasons. 1. It's structured. This minigame pays homage to the Mario Kart series by having players compete in a bunch of courses to determine the winner, except you're not racing with carts, but instead these small-ass bikes. 2. The fact that you're racing against 30 CPUs. Yes, I'm not fucking kidding. It's both unique but ridiculous, which is oddly my third reason. It's such a ridiculous minigame, yet it has a unique charm to it. Too bad we never see it make a return in any future installments. Hashtag, bring back the bikes. Number 4. The Perfect Fit from Super Mario Party. Up next, we have the Perfect Fit, though some of you might disagree. Players have to combine two Q pieces like a jigsaw puzzle. The first team to complete three pairs will win. I was not expecting to like this minigame a lot, let alone put in the top 5. Yet, I was pleasantly surprised on how fun it is. Unlike most minigames I mentioned, this one requires you to put your thinking to the test and see which angles will work when trying to combine those rotating parts. What do you know, it actually worked for me, because I easily beat my friends in this game. Which is ironic because geometry was never my strong suit in school, along with history, psychology, science, and anything that has to do with math. Just keep that shit away from me. Why is it that every time I do a Mario episode, I always go off topic? Maybe it's fate. Or maybe I'm just outliving the script I'm writing. <laughs> Number 3. Bumper Balls from Mario Parties 1 and 2. Once again, we have another tie because this minigame is exactly the same regardless of which game you're playing. This minigame has 4 players balance themselves on giant balls and bump against each other, hence the title. Last one standing will win. It's literally one of the most simplest minigames out there, but I love it so much. And the different stages you play on makes it even better. Like the small island where you get to watch your opponents get eaten by sharks, a snowy mountain where they fall to their dooms, and the lava platform in which they slowly die from the burning lava. Sorry for those dark analogies, but you'd be surprised on how intense this game can get. Though there are many quote-unquote spiritual successors to this minigame, the original still holds up in my opinion. What can I say? I love the classics. Number 2. Coney Island from Mario Party 5. No, not the Coney Island that's all the way from Brooklyn. Coney Island has you and three other players run on top of this cone and catch giant scoops of ice cream falling from the sky. Whoever has the most ice cream in their cone will win. Again, very simple minigame. Yeah, I love it so much. I also love the details they put into the atmosphere, such as Mario Liberty holding an ice cream cone instead of a torch, and the many sugary treats in the background. If you're someone with a sweet tooth, you're in for a real treat. This time, pun intended. Of course, being the stupid little kid that I was, I tried putting multiple scoops of ice cream in my cone once, which led to messy results. That shit looked a lot easier in the game. Even Homer Simpson made it look easy. You know, I never realized that I put so many food-related minigames on this list. Or maybe I'm just hungry. Number 1. Pie Hard from Super Mario Party. My favorite minigame from the Mario Party series is Pie Hard. I know what you're thinking. Really? This is your favorite minigame of all time? How and why? Yes, on paper this minigame doesn't sound too exciting. You and a partner have to keep throwing pies at your opponents until the timer runs out. But don't worry if you run out of pies because the toads will keep supplying you. Yes, there are far more flashy and gimmicky minigames out there than just throwing pies at each other. Yet there's something about this game that I cannot but admire so much. Maybe it's my affinity towards classic comedy, where people used to throw pies at each other. I mean, Hugh Neutron said it best. <laughs> you can't beat the classics. You know, maybe I should do a Jimmy Neutron episode in the future. Just saying. It's also one of those rare moments where you get to see Mario and his friends actually having fun while doing this minigame. Which is what these games are meant to provoke, before your friends decide to get salty and cut you out of their lives. But that's a story I'd rather not get into. 
Pie Hard is a minigame I can play all the time and not get tired of, and it has the honor of being my favorite minigame in any Mario Party game. I'm sorry if Super Mario Party took up most of the list, but I can't help myself. Super Mario Party has ultimately became my favorite game in the series, and I hope the next game is just as great, if not better. Anyway, this was a really tough list for me to compile because every minigame has a certain charm to it, even if some of them feel like a retrend. Then again, every new Mario game feels like a retrend of the last game in the series. Still, I had fun going over this list, and playing these minigames did make my birthday all the more enjoyable. And thank you all who continue to listen slash support us. You guys are the best. Let us know in the Discord server, what are your favorite minigames from Mario Party? As always, a link will be in the description along with the link to our Instagram page, at Geeks Crossing. Follow us if you want to keep up to date with our geekiness. <laughs> thank you again for listening, and remember, if it's that easy, it ain't a Mario Party.